Podcast 129, Chrysalis, A Way of Life, Volume 1, ISBN 978-976-967-6824. In response to this philosophized cultural question, how does cognition and cognitive skills relate to culture? I have employed my macro lens as an author, cinematographer, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, podcaster, and publisher, since I am responsible for all of my thinking processes. The endless perception, problem-solving, judgment, memory, language, and knowledge acquisition to analyze some of the operations of the chrysalis, which are juxtaposed in relation to some of the dynamics and elements of cultural change, which can also occur through diffusion when contact with other cultures and ideas are transferred. My intellect allows me to interpret a group of people's characteristics and patterns of behavior which defines their culture. What is uniquely captivating is that language, arts, and customs are the basic categories we use to categorize culture. However, practically and theoretically speaking, Culture, on either side, is much more than that. Is expressed within Chrysalis, A Way of Life, Volume 1, ISBN 978-976-967-6824, was captured in nine chapters and framed in publication 240 and verbalized in podcast 129. What is noticeable? This action is contingent on when I define culture as information is capable of affecting individuals' behavior that they acquire from other members of their species through teaching, imitation, and other forms of social transmission. Cultural evolution is fundamentally just the change of culture over time. A cultural period is a time marked by a particular way of understanding the world through culture and technology. Changes in cultural periods are marked by fundamental changes in the way we perceive and understand the world. They use these resources to divide human existence into five main historical eras. Prehistory, Classical, Middle Ages, Early Modern and Modern Eras. Contextually speaking, this conversation contribution is twofold. Firstly, it contributes to the understanding of the specific use of chrysalis as a philosophized theoretical construct. Secondly, it explores the relationship existing between chrysalis and evolution and change, since according to wikidiff.com, evolution is general gradual directional change, especially one leading to a more advanced or complex form, growth, development, while change is countable, the process of becoming different, especially now that I have viewed the same through the lens of philosophy and as an author, cinematographer, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, podcaster, and publisher. My intellect allows me to interpret, 
a group of people's characteristics and patterns of behavior, which defines their culture. And what is uniquely captivating is that language, art, and customs are the basic categories we use to characterize culture. However, practically and theoretically speaking, culture on either side is much more than that. That being so, with the assistance of my macro lens, it also contributed to me in thinking deeply and reflectively on a transitional state. Philosophizing chrysalis in this ambience and or genre created my intellectual appetite for knowledge as well as igniting and enhancing my ability to decode some of the intricacies of this subject. In my communication skills, my persuasive powers and my writing skills. The more that I navigated this topic in a way seems reasonable and or probable regarding evolution and or change which is inevitable especially in the lives of all global citizens who are able to acknowledge this fact and cope with change will survive. For example, evidence of this is seen within the precincts of the human time period, general periods, sociological, technological, wars and financial crisis, American, Southeast Asian, Filipino, Chinese, Central Asian, Egyptian, Indian, Japanese, West Asian, mythological and astrological time, geological time, cosmological time, and the Big Bang human civilization has and is still evolving. Therefore, those who are able to seek out change and actively embrace it will thrive within every sphere of life, especially in the genre of communication, cultural period time, economics, education, language, politics, and religion. Importantly though, all things being equal, and in the scheme of things, we must be very cognizant of the fact that a cultural period is a time marked by a particular way of understanding the world through culture and technology. Changes in cultural periods are marked by fundamental changes in the way we perceive and understand the world. The modern age began after the Middle Ages and lasted through the early decades of the 20th century when the post-modern age began. The modern age was marked by Enlightenment philosophy, which focused on the individual and placed a high value on rational decision-making. This period saw the wide expansion of capitalism, colonialism, democracy, and science-based rationalism. The Renaissance, the Protestant Reformation, the American and French revolutions, and World War I were all significant events that took place during the modern age. One of the most significant, however, was the Industrial Revolution. Its emphasis on reutilization and efficiency helped society restructure itself similarly. Post-modernity differed from modernity 
in its questioning of reason, rejection of grand narratives, and emphasis on subcultures, rather than searching for one ultimate truth that could explain all of history. The postmodernists focus on contingency, context, and diversity. In conclusion, regardless in whatever way the aforesaid comported or comports itself, when the proverbial dust is settled and we are confronted by and or with change, according to Pearl Zhu, I quote, we all go through the phases, denial, resistance, expiration, and acceptance, end quote, in a way seems reasonable and is explicitly communicated within the precincts of Chrysalis, A Way of Life, Volume 1, ISBN 978-976-967-6824, was captured in nine chapters and framed in publication 240 and verbalized in podcast 129. Thank you.